With Allen Williams being out this week, Matt Eberflus has stepped up to the plate to call plays for the Chicago Bears defense. But will it make a difference? And then we dive into the mailbag from some of our people that we love. Y'all already know we're going to get into it and talk about it right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, y'all, welcome back to another episode of Chicago Bears Central. You got the Cognac Boys today. I'm Bobby. That's C-Dub. How you doing, my guy? I'm feeling great. It's time for some redemption in this mug, man. For real. And if y'all like what y'all listening to, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel. You can follow the show here at Shy Bear Central on all social media platforms. C-Dub, we know Allen Williams has been out ruled out for personal reasons we could send we send our thoughts and prayers to him but man look it is what it is we talking about football i'm happy that matt Eberflus is calling plays this week and i hope it's something that shows on the field and something that we can see for the future moving on up but uh my question for you is will matt Eberflus play call and make a difference this sunday tomorrow against the tampa bay bucks uh, it better make a difference. This is his defense, Matt Eberflus. This is your defense. This is your calling card. Uh, this is the thing that got you the job in Chicago because you were a defensive uh coordinator. I'm, I'm if I'm correct mm-hmm. in Indianapolis. Uh, yep. so uh, I want to see how you call this defense with this with these players, and if the 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 most uh intriguing question. If you're successful tomorrow, will you stay on calling plays? I think Bill Parcells called defensive plays uh, as a head coach. Uh, I'm not sure if Bill Belichick did. He may have early in his career, but that might have to happen, dude. And shout out to Allen Williams. I know he got some personal reasons. It sounds serious since he don't want to talk about it. I'm going to assume that it's really serious. But this is a business. And Matt Everflus, if you call in the plays and this team is successful – I suggest you continue calling plays after this game. I would say, man, look, it definitely should have been in the making anyway because, for one, the defense was ranked 32nd. That's last in the league under Allen Williams calling plays. Enough is enough. And for people that want us to have patience with this team, look, we want, we will have – we've had patience. But we have have lost C-Dub now 11 games straight dating back to last season. Unacceptable for a team, for an organization who has placed a lot of expectations amongst themselves and who has had the fans like us to root them on during a three and 14 season, calling every game like we was going to the damn playoffs and even calling game one in the game against our arch rivals like we was going to the damn playoffs. Enough is enough, man. Make the changes. Stop being scared. Stop pussyfooting, as Barry say. Stop being a, a bunch of punks. Stop being a bunch of scary mofos and make the changes happen. Like, we got to go ahead and develop this thing and move forward. And if the guys that's in that locker room that's supposed to be leading men are not leading men correctly, they need to see they, way, they ass out. I don't care how much you love them, how much you like them. It is what it is. We are sick of it. And you know what? You just said something, and that was beautifully said, uh, nephew. You said this team has lost 11 games straight. You wouldn't get that vibe from that team. Would you? I think you would be totally opposite. 
I don't think they frustrated. I don't think they uh, upset, mad, pissed off. I think they going through the motions, and that's kind of kind of puzzling to me. You walk, you lost eleven fucking games straight. Why ain't the vibe like everybody get on their shit? I, I want to see fights at practice. I want to see uh scowls on the press on the um when you're giving out your press conferences i need a different vibe we got to change this around mm -hmm. and the last thing before we get into these mailbags is one thing that stood out to me is when luke gets he said he doesn't make decisions when it comes to offensive personnel ryan pogues what the hell is up with that he's the guy that's running your offense and he doesn't have a say on who plays on sunday makes no sense to me makes no sense to me get it mm -hmm. together Luke Getz, he said that in his press conference, this ain't coming out of article. This is something I watched on YouTube and seen come out of this man's mouth. Y'all need to get this shit together. Right the ship. I know it was just game one, but it's not just any game one when you lose for a lack of aggressiveness and a lack of energy throughout the entire team in a week one game. How do you not have energy in a week one game against a team that at that time before the game started beat you eight times in a row and now nine times in a row it is what it is but we need to get it together that's it, 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 it y'all want to play scared play scared but if you're gonna go down i always told if you're gonna go down you go down swinging so if y'all go down y'all better go down swinging because i'm starting to question a lot of things regarding this coaching staff right now in the direction that they lead these men no bro beautifully said nephew i'm gonna leave it at that no bro facts so we leave it at that and we get ready and show love to our people who called in and left voicemails. These are some new callers. We want to show all our callers some love. So we going with some new callers this week so we can make sure they get their stuff heard, get their thoughts out. So when we go ahead and start off, we're going to start off with one of our guys from over there with two drinks with the fellas. Here's the voicemail from B Mace. B Mace. What up, bros? The entire Chicago Bears Central fam. This is B Mace from Chicago Towns on two drinks with the fellas podcast on youtube i am disappointed with the loss to them damn whackers um but i am excited about this season is officially started um it is sad as hell that kyler gordon is injured already hoping to real uh, smith improves in his absence and hopefully gets somewhere close to getting more playing time um the o-line looking shaky as hell as last year um them boys actually don't like justin uh justin fields like y'all said but um coaching all around they need to improve or they need to get their asses fired. Um, lastly, I don't want anybody else but Justin Fields to lead our team, but this is just hypothetical. Hit me out. What if Justin says he doesn't, he wants to change his position, like he don't want to be a quarterback fully, kind of like a Taysom Hill from the Saints? Obviously, he is a great runner, as we can see. He even dabbled with the kick return in the preseason practice. Now, everybody don't get upset at me. This is only for confrontational reasons. But besides that, I hope y'all fellas stay true to y'all craft, and the community appreciates this quality content y'all put together. Chicago up, bear down. And oh, yeah, fuck that no next Shady McCoy. Deuces. <laughs> first and foremost b-base you know we rock with you my guy but but before you called in and got confrontational we know you had two drinks with the fellas my guy ain't no <laughs> way in hell is justin fields on the same level as Taysom hill he's a better passer he in my opinion he can do just about everything else athletic he's athletically as a Taysom hill and before we
seen Justin Fields run. We've seen him as a primary passer with Ohio State. Most people didn't even know he had this type of mobility until he didn't have a choice but to run for his life. <laughs> yeah. So me, ain't no position, ain't no position changes need to happen. They need to uh shore up the interior line. Our tackles, Braxton Jones and Darnell Wright, solid. We need to get this interior line secure. Real quick before I let you go, C dub. My bright idea, you move Cody Whitehead to the center spot. If his hand is good. If it's not, put in mullet man at center. In that left guard, you go J. Tyree Carter. Lucas Patrick is not it for me. And then you bank on Nate uh, Davis getting back, getting back to normal as the season progresses. But this position change, my guy. I love you. I'm a, you know we're going to get on podcast. We're going to have two drinks. <laughs> But on, bro. we ain't going to say two drinks with the position change, my guy. Love you, though. <laughs> oh, bro, that shout out to my guy, B. Maces. You overage and underage. I'm always say that to you, my guy. He looking like Busy Bone for sure. That's my guy, man. It's 1999. Yeah, Justin Fields has been playing quarterback all his life, kid. Uh, B. Mace. Um High school, Georgia, Ohio State, into the pros. I, I don't think he wants to play running back or nothing like that. I think he will be successful as a quarterback. He just having tough times. He got we got we got to see what goes on in the next couple games. I think that's out of the question, B Mace. Uh absolutely. His offensive line has been letting him down. Although I like the two tackles. Darnell Wright had an amazing, not an amazing game. He had a very good game on Sunday. Braxton Jones wasn't bad. I want to uh, – you said you want to put Cody White here in the, at the center and Lucas Patrick, you want him out of there, and you want to put Carter at left guard. I said put my man Dan Feeney at center and, and Carter at left guard. Yeah, let's, mullet let's, man. Let's try it. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let, let, let's try it. Yeah, let's, let's try that. Let's try that out, bro, because we need to do something. We get too much pressure up the middle. Um, yeah, you, you echoing a lot of fans in this, uh, in this bears nation, man, they, they're a little frustrated. I'm gonna say they're a little worried right now for their team, but yeah. I, but I would tell you right now to not worry. Let's look at this next game and let's draw feelings off the next game. Cause that is just one game. Uh, I would say a lot of the bears players didn't play. Uh, they wasn't ready to play. I'm gonna just be, be upfront with you. A lot of bears players wasn't ready to play. That's a shame. That's vindictive to the coaches, um, uh, in, in themselves. So we'll, we'll see this game. I, I say hold judgment to this game. That's what I would For say. Sure. That's fair enough. Appreciate you B mace. You know, it's always love my guy. We're going to chop it up. We're going to agree and disagree, but it is what it is, you know, every time. But uh, we moving on right along, man. Now we got another voicemail from a guy from Arizona. This is the voicemail from AJ. Let's see what he got to say. Yo, what's up? You know, this is boy AJ, Arizona, by way of Chicago, man. I just want to speak on that last game, bro. I'm going to straight up say it. It was some bullshit. I, I know where the blame goes. It's 30% Justin Fields because he wasn't aggressive. He wasn't throwing the ball. He wasn't doing nothing at all that we was expecting him to do. And then another 30% goes to Luke Getty with that terrible play call. What kind of shit was that? Pissing me off. They better get that shit together. And another 30%, Allen Williams. Allen Williams, bro. So not aggressive. It seems like he's lost out there. So I think he needs to get that shit together, too. And then the last 10%, well, 
why is nobody talking about Justin Fields' shirt? That's the reason why we lost that game. I bet you as soon as he came to the stadium, somebody was like, yo, that shirt ugly as hell. He was feeling himself and his confidence just dropped. He looked like he was about to go to a bachelorette party. That shit looked like a coffee filter. Look, if he ever wear that game, just kick his ass out the stadium immediately. Start Beijing, but he better not ever wear that shirt again. Ever. That shit was questionable. So, I mean, that's probably the main reason why. They better get their shit together against Tampa Bay. And like y'all say, you know what I'm saying? Shy town up, bear down. All right. So we heard from our guy, AJ. C-Dub, take it away. Hey, first of all, uh, Justin, you act like we didn't see that shirt, my guy. <laughs> I looked at you and I wanted you to say, where art thou, you Romeo? What is that shit, Romeo? <laughs> <laughs> Your ass look like a, a thespian on, bro. You better get that shit together, bro. <laughs> hey, but uh, seriously, I know how the game got everybody got everybody feeling. I do agree with the, with the poor play calling with Lou Gessie. I'm not one of the guys that's going to... Uh, dump on Justin Fields a lot. I know he missed some receivers down the field on some plays, but you got to be in his shoes and pressure always in his face and uh, the horrible, just horrible play calling, whatever kind of strategy that was last week. Just throw that shit in garbage. And Allen Williams, uh, you know, they played a cover too. uh, There was no pressure coming from the defensive line. And when you're trying to play a cover, too, if you ain't getting no pressure, you're going to get destroyed the entire – they didn't get destroyed, but in key times of the game, they they got killed because they couldn't get pressure on the quarterback in that cover, too, or the Tampa, too, to be exact. They played the Tampa, too, because that means run up the middle of that field. Uh, So I would still, like I did with the last uh, caller, because I believe the Bears was not ready to play. I would say withhold judgment to this to this game coming up. For sure. And I'm gonna leave it, I'm gonna break it down like this. For the most part, from what I've seen, everybody's watching all 22 now. Yes, I watch it too. But at the end of the day, when you look at the game from Justin Fields, he took what the defense gave him. Now, that's what most good quarterbacks do, most great quarterbacks do. The things what separates uh Justin Fields from the great quarterbacks is when they have that opportunity for that shot down the field, they take it and they make it. That's the next step for Justin Fields. We see him go through his progression, hit the check down. But when he had those opportunities to go downfield, he did not take them. He needs to take that next step forward to take them. I'll give one example for this past Thursday night's game against the uh, the Eagles and the Vikings. Pretty much, Jalen Hurst, he was taking what the defense gave him. But the, the, the step ahead that he is in front of Fields is when he's seen one-on-one on the end, he let Devontae Smith make a play twice. Yeah. Yeah. And those were some big chunk plays down the field. That will be the next step for Justin Fields. But to put 10% on his shirt for losing the game, that's crazy. I ain't going to lie, AJ. 10% yeah, to it. lose for the shirt. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, nephew. He bogus, nephew. You know he felt, he <laughs> know he felt the breeze. Bogus. You got to feel great, shirt. man. You got a sheer hey, ass shirt. Hey, if you look good, you play good. And that shirt wasn't good, gang. <laughs> who <the fuck? laughs> so we who is living it. at his house, nephew? Who the hell let him walk out the house like him, His dog. Let him walk <laughs> out like that. Dog ain't say, root, root, nothing. You ain't root once, big dog. <laughs> you ain't roof once, big dog. You ain't bark. You ain't like stand Justin. in front of the door and look at him like he was crazy. Roof. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I think that's what, when it comes down to it, man, all these, and the last point before we move on is that you said everything. And the key word is aggressiveness from everybody. Justin Fields, Luke Getty, and Allen Williams. That's the biggest thing, aggressiveness. And we'll leave it at that, man. So we keep moving on, man. Look, stupid nephew. It's a guy in Miami. This guy, his name is Oliver Hill. He called in and say what he got to say. Here it is. Hey, what's up, Hayes, man? This is Oliver Hill from down here in Miami, Florida. Bell fan since 83. Um, yeah, that, that you know, I, it took me 48 hours to get over that loss against them goddamn cheeseheads and stuff. And, you know, on the freaking Jordan Love shit. But here's my thing when it comes down to it. I sent the text to y'all. Y'all can read it from now. But the only bright spot I've seen with Roshan Johnson, I said this already, Roshan Johnson should be the number one back. It's a reason why he changed his jersey number from 30 to 23. And, and also, too, like Luke Getsy, Allen Williams, man, look here. They got a lot of shit to clean up because Justin going to get a pass because it wasn't entirely him. The, the bad play calling when it comes to that. You throwing screen plays a lot of the times – and you behind double digits, that means you ain't trying to win the game. You just out there for nothing. You know what I'm saying? They got they got to clean this crap up, man. You know what I'm saying? And they we can't afford to lose to Tampa. I believe we're going to get them. But also, and another key point, a lot of these old fake-ass Bear fans who talk about saying fire Eberflus, trade Justin Fields, blah, 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 like that, they're not Bear fans, man. If this supposed to be your team, you're supposed to be ride or die with them. Down here in Miami, shoot, we stick with something. We ride or die with them. Although I'm a bunch, I'm I'm in fish land, but you know it is what it is. Yeah, shot town up, bear down, Florida down. Peace. All right. So we heard yeah. that from Oliver, and uh, he mentioned one of the bright spots of being Roshan Johnson. Me, I would throw in Darnell right up in there as well. And mm-hmm. then we talk about some players. C-Dub, don't you know Justin Jones talked all that smack all offseason and ain't even get on the stat sheet? He ain't play. Did he play? He play. 65% of the snaps. Oh, sweet. I ain't see him. Ain't do it. Yeah, because he ain't do nothing. So, of course, you ain't see it. And then this calls for most snaps for Zach Pickens. And then the last thing yes. from uh Oliver. Hey. I'm ride or die with the Chicago Bears, but I will say this. That don't mean I got to settle for mediocrity. And that la- that performance last week was mediocrity. Oh, and I'll leave it at that. See oh, up. Don't you sell it say? short. Don't sell it. Shout out to Oliver, bro. That I know a real Bears fan when I hear Facts. one. And, we know you are. Um, uh, I think you cut it short. That, that, that was worse than mediocrity. That was That was awful. That was an awful performance. I'm gonna just let me just say that. Uh, uh, yeah, Roshan Johnson and, and Darnell Wright was amazing too. You see that pancake on the uh, the rookie from Green Bay. He, he held his he, own well. He destroyed. They went at it to tell you the mm-hmm. truth. Uh, Roshan Johnson gonna be the number one back in these upcoming weeks. It's hey. coming. He hey. a football player nephew. Hey, hey, I know I was telling them that it might not happen this year. I'm gonna tell you, I'm changing my tone. It needs to happen needs. this year. Needs. Yeah, he, he played the most snaps last week. He needs to get more snaps this week. Yep. More. Don't be afraid. How crazy is that, though, nephew? A rookie, the third string, got more snaps than your starter and your second string. Don't matter. Play the best players. 
Don't matter Play to me. The Play the best players. Yeah. Roshan Johnson, get up, get you some more tick. Zach Pickens needs some more tick over Justin Jones. He ain't cutting it for me no more. He is yeah. it's, it's a dud that he did last last year too. Dud. Yeah. So we ain't going through that again. Oliver, I am with you. I what like I've been telling uh most of the callers, uh hold out. I just the bull, uh, the Bears were unprepared. I'm gonna blame that entirely on the leaders of the team. That's mm-hmm. Justin Fields and uh the, the coaching staff and Eddie Jackson and players like that, Jermaine Edmonds. I'm gonna blame those guys, the leadership in the locker room, and the coaches. Now I'm going with old um uh, criticism. I ain't gonna withhold criticism. I'm gonna hold judgment until after this game. If we get the same thing that we got in game one after we after Tampa Bay, which I think we can exploit Tampa Bay, they just bliss the hell out of you from every which way. We're gonna have 44 percent. See the 44 percent blitz calls last week. Yeah, so we're gonna have open receivers down the field. I want no excuses this game. I expect a big game from Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. But uh, Baker Mayfield, he's a pretty good quarterback. Don't you dare think he's a scrub because he's not. You better be prepared to play on defense. And I'm going to withhold judgment to after this game tomorrow. And one and one last thing that you said, Oliver, I think was, was facts. We shouldn't be saying trade Justin Fields or fire That's Matt crazy. Nagy right now. Right now. I just want to make that clear. We should not be saying that right now. So you definitely on point for that, for sure. So thanks for calling in, Oliver. I appreciate you, my guy. All right, y'all. We keep on chugging along to round this thing up. We got two more to go. This next one is from our guy who called in named Salo. Here it is, Solo. my guy. It's your boy, Boss Salo, man. I had to call back and finish giving y'all this spiel and finish putting y'all mind at ease. Look, listen, guys. The defense is, is just newly put together. Our offense. We bits and pieces. We trying to put the line together. We got DJ Moore. Claypool ain't looking too good. You know what I'm saying? We got Darnell Mooney. So, you know, we have the options that we always had. You know what I'm saying? As far as defense is concerned, them two guys up front, Pickens and Javon Dexter, them our future. Justin Jones, count your days, my boy. You know what I'm saying? Tremaine Edmonds. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt, too, but you was out there uh, jumping plays and, and, and blowing coverage and missing assignments. You know what I'm saying? But like I say, a lot of moving pieces, guys. We're going to get it together. You know what I'm saying? This is the beginning of the season. Preseason, OTA, training camp. All that shit is essential, man. And we got guys that, you know what I'm saying, not coming. And then when they go on the field and they put that out there on tape, it shows. You know what I'm saying? So, like I say, I'm going to leave on a positive note. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it's going to come together. You know what I'm saying? Give us some time. Weasel man and the cheeseheads, they, you know, they was victorious. But at the end of the day, we looking toward the future. You know what I'm saying? Our season does not end and begin with the Packers. You know what I'm saying? That's going to always be forever. We we going to handle that business. We're going to stand on that business. But at the end of the day, a lot of moving pieces, guys. We just got to give our team time to develop. You know what I'm saying? Justin Fields, he's still Justin Fields. He's still dynamic. I'm not doubting that boy. He can't trust his line, man. Yeah. You know, you can tell. He he can't step into the pocket. He can't extend the play. It's not looking good out there. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it is what it is. Chicago up. Hey, shout out to Silo for the positivity. Go ahead. I'll rock with Silo. uh, And that's not to discredit anybody else who's left the voicemail, but I'll rock with this positivity. And he is 100% right on his takes. Uh, Give Justin Fields some time. Let him get some protection, and we're going to see what he get. Uh, I do think that, like I've been saying, the, the Bears were unprepared. They didn't 
a lot of people that didn't uh perform well this past week didn't do a lot in the training camp and in the, in the preseason. Uh they just didn't have a lot of time. I'm not giving them an excuse. I'm just telling you the actual facts. Like Eddie Jackson, he didn't play in the preseason, you know, some stuff like that. I like I'm gonna continue to say, get them some time, hold judgment to next game. I agree with y'all, and I think that it look for me. It comes down to we have to, we might have to temper our expectations a little bit, okay. and I think. I still think that the wild card could be attainable, but it's not going to look attainable for probably the next two or three weeks. Okay. I think the bull, the bulls, I think the bears might have to get slapped around a couple times before they get their head on straight. Oh, they and then hook coming. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think that's what it's going to have to take. Because if you look at last season, the bears really didn't get rolling until after what week four or five. That's uh, when they started to get those 30-point games and stuff like that. They suffered. Yeah. They they lost to the Packers in week two. They took that lo- that hard loss against uh Washington. Washington. Then they then they went on a bye week, came out against the Patriots, and it was a better performance from there on out. I'm not saying we might ha- we're gonna have to wait to this year's bye week, but it might take a couple more weeks for these guys to get rolling. And I'll leave it at that. Shout out oh, to God. you though, my guy. I Thanks love for calling this. in. Hey, shout out. We appreciate that, big dog. Like the, the positivity. For sure. And then we're going to end this episode off with a caller named Tyrese. My boy says, sweet, sweet lady. lady. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You, that ain't, that's us, awesome, nigga. That's us. You bogus. We going into the voicemail. Here's the voicemail from Tyrese, man. What up, Cognac boys? It's your boy Tyrese, man. Let me try to make this brief. Um, performance over politics. This is how I know that we have some fucked up ass coaches. Think about it. Performance. Gibson, Lewis. Um, damn, I'm just on defensive side. That boy out of LSU, the linebacker, was doing their thing in the preseason. We got rid of him. We kept Bayless. We should have kept, we should have went and kept Fountain over him. Um, then we go sign some no-name-ass boy. Listen, man, I don't give a fuck if Lewis can't set no edge for run or whatever. He was on a quarterback edge, and they could try to use he too small and this, that, that, and third. I'm so sick of this shit, man. Performance over politics. Then they don't want to let Tyson Bajan be the second-string quarterback. They want to put Nate. Performance <laughs> over politics, bro. This is how I know we got some fucked-up-ass coaches. And then – Nate, Nate ain't practiced all summer. Um, they kept Lucas Patrick over Dieter Island or man, we just got too many kids out here performing their ass off just for them to get cut and keep what they would call some veteran or this and that type of talent. Lucas Patrick ain't showed us shit since we signed him. Um, and if we don't go get us a first round left tackle with this high-ass draft pick that we're going to get from Carolina. And if we keep playing the way we playing, high-ass draft pick we're going to get by ourselves, man, we in trouble. So to narrow it all down is we have to hold our coaching staff and front office accountable. That even goes for Ryan Bowles. Even though it looks like he's doing a great job, but is he the one that's overcutting guys like Terrell Lewis and Travis Gibson? Because if that's the case, then you're not going with the performance over the politics, bro. So we're going to have to do something, man, and get this shit right. 
Chicago up, sat down. I'm just exhausted. And if here it is, too, I'm still exhausted from this hell. Y'all be smooth. Mm. Tyrese, you came into that with a whole different vibe, a whole different vibe from the other Tyrese. I thought you was gonna come in and be, what do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but hey. Tyrese, hey, I appreciate all that honesty, man. And the uh, accountability does need to be handed out to the to the entire organization, bro. Yeah. And then the last part where you said that uh we need another tackle. I will argue that we need to go get a young center. Now you got two. You got two good tackles, in my opinion. Might might not be great yet, but they still good enough. The next draft pick might not be the first round pick, but you do have to attack the center position because getting these older guys that are veterans, they ain't cutting it. Yeah. Um. That's well said, nephew. Uh, I want to touch on this. I love the quote: "Performance over politics." Yeah. Uh, when you look out on that field last Sunday, pressure was an issue for the Chicago Bears. They couldn't get to the quarterback. I think Lewis had about four sacks. He was going crazy o- in preseason. Over the preseason performance. Mm-hmm. Politics, you kept Robinson. Was Robinson, was Robinson even played? Who he else played? was on the other <laughs> edge? Like, it the- seemed like they, bro, it seemed like you, you, you we couldn't tell if they play. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, come on, bro. Like, I, I, I understand that. I understand that the, the front office and the coaches, they get together and they try to see who are the best players and who they want to keep on the team. But I hope they're not discounting performance, like you said, because Lewis performed. It, although it be preseason, it might, preseason might be more important than I may even thought uh, maybe a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, so... Maybe maybe that's the thing, man. Maybe we need to start rewarding great performance. See, wherever it is, training camp, practice, preseason, we need to start rewarding performance instead of uh, respecting like a veteran. He did it before in the past, but he hasn't done it in the in you know in training. In the Bears camp uniform. <laughs> he hasn't done it in the Bears uniform, so we just hope that he gets back to what he usually does. And then you got these young kids performing exceptionally well, and they don't have a, even a chance. So I love what you said right there. That's that's a great point and a great. Point. I I would I love that point too. And then my last point, so we can before we go, I would say remember on Gilbert Arenas. When he talked about his time in Washington, he saw bums playing before him because they was highly paid or highly yeah. sought after. That's the yeah. politics in sports. We paid this guy. He has to give us something because you don't want to look like the idiot in the room for giving somebody some money. That's pretty much what Gilbert Arena said on his podcast. That's a fact. But uh, anything left over, my guy? Oh, man, bear down, man. We going to turn up tomorrow, yo. We still uh, Chicago up, bear down. Y'all turn into the live call. We're going to get this dub tomorrow. It's redemption day. We ain't accepting nothing else but a dub. Let's get it. Facts. And the Bears do have to come out hard because that heat and floater and flow rider is <laughs> hot. So they're going to have to come out hot fast. But that's it from us today, man. If you want to be a part of an episode like this, make sure you call in to our voice line at 773 773- Two four two nine three three six, and then make sure you follow the show on all social media platforms at Shy Bear Central Pod on all social media platforms. It's another episode of Chicago Bears Central with the Cognac Boys. I'm Bobby. That's C Dub. We're gonna catch y'all on the next one for sure.
This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com.